Hey guys, just a quick note for me before we get started. After I recorded this episode with Chelsea about social media, I was thinking, what are your opinions? So I posted on Instagram and on Facebook and just asked for your honest opinion about the good and the bad sides of social media. And I got some really awesome responses. So stick around after the episode and I'll be reading some of them and sharing some of my thoughts. They were really, really good. Anyway, here we go. Episode three. What are you doing? I'm like, we're like dancing, but I'm not. Yeah, just kind of like feel it, you know? Mm. Can you like freestyle? I used to freestyle actually in college. Welcome to my podcast. It's called Big Mood. Feel like. (laughs) We're hungry, so we about to eat some food. For the spirit and the mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Big Mood. This is episode three and I have Chelsea with me today. She's a senior at the high school. She's involved in so many things. She also has a job and like a social life. That's like, she's juggling it all. She really has it all. So we're going to talk today about, uh, of course, high school and what it's been like and some of the things that have shaped her high school career. But we're also going to spend some time talking about how to be yourself and also social media, which are two things that kind of can be contradictory sometimes. All right, Chelsea, let's talk about you for a second. What has high school been like for you? Um, let's see. Uh, from the beginning, I guess it's good right now. And I think right now I kind of know what I'm doing and um, who I can be instead of people telling me who I should be. So. Yeah. Freshman year, I guess, I was transitioning from um, St. Louis, so a private school with 30 people in my grade, so it was really weird to go into a public school um, and have almost the biggest grade that they've had come through here, which is insane, Um, but yeah, I mean, I came from private school, so I was super nervous about every little thing, Um, and of course, new people and just a new atmosphere. Um, was kind of like a midlife or quarter-life crisis to me. But, yeah, we got through it, and here we are, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I think I've told you this before, but I was homeschooled until I went to high school. So I went through a very similar transition, except I didn't even know 30 people. (laughs) I had a very limited uh, friend group when I was that age, and I actually... The first day of my public school career, I got to the school, and the whole student body was out on the football field. And I was like, is this what public school is like? Like, are we going to play like 500 on 500? (laughs) Day one, I'm wearing my like baggy cargo short plaid. It was a rough times. But I was like, what the heck? So I go out there and I just sit down and then they start to dismiss each class, like um, junior, senior, you know, into the school. And they dismiss the juniors and every single person around me gets up and leaves. And the only class that's left is freshmen. And the freshmen are on one side of the bleachers and I'm all the way on the other side (laughs) as a freshman. Hey guys. (laughs) And I was literally like, I want to go home and cry. (laughs) But you're right. Here we are and we made it. And I think that what I'd like to talk about is what has changed because 
to me, I don't see any of that person who you describe as kind of timid or scared, at least on the outside. I think that you're known, no offense, as being loud and crazy. (laughs) And I think that's an awesome (laughs) reputation. Um, You know, I think it is. So uh, how did you get to that point? Or what do you think has changed in the time that you've been here? Um, Well, I think... um, I guess as an underclassman, you're known to be um, not able to kind of like get your voice out there. And I think, um, I don't know, just as upperclassmen, I think you are like having the ability to grow and you're not known as no one anymore. Um, You're known as an actual person, which stinks. And I hate that. um, You hate like that freshmen don't feel that way. Yeah. 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 I hate that they can't get their voice out there um, just like an upperclassman would. But, yeah, I think it's just changing in between that I am no one different than the freshman, really, in an aspect. And for me to have that through high school and, I guess, like, going as an upperclassman, I was kind of like, well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be super shy anymore. And, like, if this is where I'm going to be for four years, then, like, I better be myself, you know, because why would you not? Um, be the person that you are. <laughs> yeah. So with with that kind of reputation around school, would you say that you would you say that you see yourself kind of as an influencer and in kind of trying to change that culture around freshmen feeling like they're quote unquote worthless? Because I think that's very valid that a lot of freshmen feel that way. Would you say that you or even your friends or people that you see, would you say there are people who are positive figures for them in, the, in this school or that they're just kind of on their own? Um, that's kind of big. Um, and it's been big, like, in my life since my freshman year, or my sophomore year probably because I'm a part of Young Life, and that's, like, kind of what we're out to do is just letting, like, everyone know that they're, like, welcome wherever they are. Um, and so since my sophomore year um, – I've always been, like, kind of out to get freshmen just to be like, hey, no, like, I love you, and, like, I think that you are welcome no matter if a senior tells tells you that you are or if you're not. So, yeah. Right. (laughs) How do freshmen react to that? They think I'm the craziest person ever. Um, (laughs) Big mood. (laughs) Big mood. Um, Actually, one of my friends one year, they – um, passed out donuts to freshmen. They like bought donuts wow. and passed them out to freshmen. And all of the all of the freshmen were just kind of like, "Why are you doing this? Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with the donuts? Like, why don't you want them?" Oh no! And it's yeah. it's just like crazy to think about. Like, why do you think that there's something wrong? Like, I don't know. It's crazy. And I think for a freshman to get chosen by an upperclassman, it's kind of like, "Why are you doing this?" Mm-hmm. But then you think back, you're like, that's the way it should be. Like, everyone should be treated the same. Yeah. Do you feel like that you had someone who kind of took that role in your own life as a freshman? Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. So I came into freshman year thinking that I wasn't, like, worth anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think for just, like, one person in particular, um, she kind of came into my life and she was just like, hey, no, like, you deserve to be treated the exact same as everybody else, whether – you've like grown up and been taught that you shouldn't be or that you should be. Um, So yeah, for sure. I had someone like that. So that makes me want to be that person. Right. And I think that that then kind of follows the logic. Like if more people approach freshmen or even just in life, like people who are quote unquote inferior, whether inferior because of their job title or status, whatever, like if, if more people approach 
just people, then those people who feel inferior are going to approach other. It's like it's very much like kind of like pay it forward yeah, mentality. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and so everything that you do, at least what I know, kind of revolves around people. So you mentioned Young Life. You're also in your book, which obviously kind of affects <laughs> the whole school. And then you also are doing uh, awesome in photography. What Do you think that, that there's a reason why everything you seem to be doing is very focused on, on other people? I think, um, I think we all have ways to kind of love others in different ways. And I think that me being outgoing and me being able to speak to people with no problem, going up to the person I have no idea who it is or the person in the corner of the room, um, trying to be like trying to not be centered around. Um, yeah. I think those are my target because I have the like I would be totally okay going up to them and like asking how their day is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I think I'm like no tea, no shade, but like I'm gifted that way. Just um, yeah. being able to speak and yeah. Basically. Yeah. One thing I love about this podcast is that our some of the listeners are learning a lot of new vocabulary. So let's take a second to process <laughs> <laughs> no tea, no shade. So when you say that, what is that what does that mean? Um <laughs> I think in that sentence. Sure. I think it meant like sorry, like no need to revolve around me, kind of in that sentence, but usually no tea, no shade means like no drama or, like, no attention being drawn to this sentence, but this. Yeah, but I'm going to say something that's super yeah. dramatic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's your phrase for the day. No tea, no shade. No tea, no shade. <laughs> Thinking back to freshmen, I love that approach from other high schoolers because when I was a freshman, I mean, I remember the first time, you know, I ate alone a, a bit when I first started. And I remember the first time I was approached by people who became my friends. And there are so many monumental moments that for better or for worse can happen to freshmen. And I think that having your peers, people who, even though they're not in reality that much older, feel so much older than you and wiser and more experienced. And then you get there and you're like, I don't know anything (laughs) that, but that's such an important feeling. And I think, so if we're, we're still in this school environment and we're encouraging, um, we're encouraging classmates to approach classmates like that. How do you think, no tea, no shade, <laughs> how do you think that teachers or, or adults in a school could, could still approach freshmen and, and newer students in a way that's going to bring them into this positive environment? Yeah, that's, that's big. Um, actually, I was like blessed with that my freshman year too. Um, I was a mess and I knew no, I didn't know where I was going. I didn't uh-huh. know like a lot of people. And so I think teachers just need to have like, that welcoming face of just being like, hey, I'm here to help. And like, I know the ropes, obviously, if I'm teaching here for like mm-hmm. that long, you know. And so I don't know, I think just being open to anybody. It's not I like, don't like how we're focusing so much on freshmen. But at the same time, it's like anyone, you know, what I'm saying right. like freshmen, I think just don't don't know like the ropes yet and don't know that they can express themselves. So that's why I'm centering so much on freshmen. Mm-hmm. But um, anyone really, um, if they're having a bad day, you're of course going to go after that. Yeah, I think that that's so true. I think that we have to remember that no matter who we're talking about, that there has to be, there's going to be some, some lesson or, or something that anyone who's listening, even you and I like can, can gain from this even yeah. because there are so many people, uh, which if you listen to episode two, you'll hear me ranch about this a little bit. <laughs> okay, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> hey Bryce. <laughs> There are so many people who just don't 
once you leave high school or unless you have your own kids, you're not really around kids that much or especially high schoolers. Mm -hmm. And when you are, they're they're probably they might be in environments where they're maybe being annoying or being or or maybe you just see them on the news. And so really one thing I'm just trying to to prove with this project or to even just show is that like like the kids aren't always just the stereotypes that you hear about them, you know. Um and I think I think that you guys are doing an awesome job with that. So Speaking of, of people on that on that same train of thought, who are who or, or what around you inspires you to do what you do, whether it's care for people or photography or just being being positive? How do you how do you find that inspiration? I think it's cool um, in any situation if somebody hasn't like grown or if somebody hasn't really like gotten that knowledge yet or if somebody's not even like in the 20s or 30s and like seem like they have their life figured out the people that look to us um especially like my age is like the time when people are like okay but like you're still not like old enough to do that yet and thinking about it I'm like yeah I'm gonna be 18 here in a few months and I'm freaking out because I'm like I'm not an adult what the heck but um I think the the coolest people are just the people that um like look to us as something good um and I think it's I thought this is like the whole point of this podcast and I'm like I'm like hey promo but I think it's so cool that like you're looking to us and like you're Mm -hmm. seeing a future when obviously like in Bryce's podcast he was like there's nothing like that people say is good about us which stinks um and I think let's see as a contrast I guess um for photography and things that you brought up with just me I think the people that focus on things that nobody wants to talk about and um, use that to an advantage. So people with, um, let's see, like mental mel- mental illness or just like mental health or really anything like that, the people that bring that up and say like, hey, we're here for you and like you're not through this alone. Mm-hmm. And I think people that um, perceive that on Instagram or like really any social media, um, it's amazing. And I follow them and I'm influenced by that a lot. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What are your overall views of social media? Um, I am so, I am so for social media, which um, I think people right away think, okay, well, she's for seeing pictures of people or knowing what people are doing uh-huh. or like, what did they do this weekend or what food are they eating? But I don't think that's the case at all. Um, social media is something that um, people get influenced by and I think that people that are hating on social media um, just don't follow the right people because all of the things that you follow on social media or see on social media is in your hands mm-hmm. you don't see anything on social like media if you literally don't yeah, yeah 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 literally in your hands <laughs> um, but yeah so if you want to follow something like super inspirational then okay but if you want to follow something that is not going to fill your head with the right things then that was your choice to follow it and there's always a choice to unfollow it (laughs) yeah and I think that goes so much to a part uh, they always say you know if you want to learn about yourself look at the five people you're closest to because the people around you do influence you for better or for worse yeah and I think that that's even more so with social media even as you know as a photographer myself I you're like promo. I know. <laughs> Paulsatchwell.com. <laughs> Paul <Paul-X-O-X. laughs> You can find me anywhere and everywhere. 
But I, I see myself changing styles even as I follow different photographers. Yeah. And I don't, I don't hate that because it's, it's fun to experiment, but I don't love that because it shows me that I'm very mm-hmm. malleable mm-hmm. and it's, I'm not super set. And I it's think cool that, that you're learning that though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of like woke. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're, you're talking about people who hate on social media and I think that's so real. And I think that you're so right that there's, misconceptions but it's also true that a large part of social media is just nothing like you're just scrolling for hours potentially (laughs) with no outcome and nothing to take away what would what would you say are some things that you've actually taken away from social media like like you've put your phone down and you're like that was worth my time yeah um uh wow there's a lot because I follow a lot of people that Mm -hmm. I look up to um there's, uh, I guess I'm like some are like promo to her, but um, I follow this photographer that she does a lot with things that you wouldn't expect to be like something about the deepest of thoughts, which yeah. is crazy, but um, you get a lot taken away from that. And when you think, like people, people say that pictures are worth a thousand words, but I'm like, it's so much more than that mm-hmm. because you have no idea which way is taken. Yeah. Um, so I have definitely, um, I would say almost every single, well, not every single time I got on my phone, but a lot of the times that I scroll through Instagram and I see those photographers that I look up to or like really anything of somebody doing like a campaign or the littlest of things, I'm like, that's cool that you're doing that because like you're putting your voice out there mm-hmm. and you're get like you're getting to do what you wa- have wanted to do. And I think it's cool that people are just trying to, keep bettering themselves. So I feel like I'm always taking that away from my social media, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I follow a photographer who every single day in his Instagram stories posts something and there's always some sort of caption or text that just says, you are loved. And he even just posts dumb selfies, but he's like, you are loved. And not that I'm like, that's like my saving grace (laughs) that I'm like, yes, I am loved. But it does get, it's, it's something that I look forward to seeing. Like, I know that there's going to be some sort of light because I know that, that that person is, is putting that light into the world through social media. No matter if it's a good day or bad day. Yeah. That's awesome. But I also know that there are so many people who I do follow, like I'm guilty. I follow all of the Kardashians (laughs) and I have notification (laughs) alerts set for all of them. And that's like something that I'm embarrassed about. So (laughs) welcome to my secret corner. That's my secret of the day. Oh my gosh. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And now I got to (laughs) go. And there are so many people who I follow, who I feel like I am comparing myself to for better or for worse. And I don't know if you have any words, any thoughts about comparison in social media, because that's definitely one of the dark sides. That's huge. That's, that's big. Um, definitely to point on. Um, I feel like I've just been learning this through the past year, actually. And I'm glad that I finally have an answer because I like, you're definitely not alone in that. There's so many people that, um, compare themselves to literally anyone on social media, which breaks my heart. Um, but that, like, that used to be me, too. Like, yeah. I am no one to say that I have my life together because, you know. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah. So, this is a huge thing. And um, I don't know if I heard this on, like, a podcast or – I'm like, actually, it's yours. It's my podcast. <laughs> no, I'm I like, can't I claim this, this quote. <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know if it's um, from a podcast or something that I read. But it was basically, like, when, you, when I think about the people – Um, that I find most beautiful, it's nothing in correlation um, with their image. Mm -hmm. So 
so for me, like, not, like, my people that I am thinking are most beautiful are beautiful, like, image-wise, right. too, you know what I'm saying? But the biggest thing is, like, where their heart is in their mind. And when I think about the question that you brought up before is, like, um, with the, like, you become your five people or whatever, those are my people. And, like, I, th- I think that's most beautiful because I'm, like, I can see where you're going and you're going somewhere good and you're, wow. you know, like, you're influencing mm-hmm. others. And I think that's so beautiful. And I think it's beautiful, um, like, their heart. And um, there's a quote, too. It's, like, I like my mind more than my face because it's it's not your face that – it's it's just not, um, I guess, a big misconception that the world has or, like – um, in school, like with popularity and like the social scale and like everything of that, it annoys me so much because it's like, if you didn't have certain things that were given to you, then where would you be? And there was a, right. yeah. And there was a, um, quote and is like, if you were, if everyone, if everyone in the world was blind, what would like, who would you impress anymore? Yeah. And that hit rock to me. Like, I was like, what the heck? Because just like with the world, it it seems like everything is like, okay, well, who has the best body or who has like the best eyebrows yeah. or like teeth or anything. And I'm like, no, that's not where it should be. But like, where are you going in life? And like, mm-hmm. what are you going through? Like at the end of the day and like, how are you trying to better yourself and things of that sort? And when people are doing that, that's who I find most beautiful. And when it comes to comparison, it's almost, it's almost uncomparable Um, when I think of certain people, because you might see if two people were standing by each other and it's the most, uh, let's say popular people. Like I say that so sarcastically, um, but it's like the most popular person. And then you see, um, somebody that's doing something for the world, like going on different campaigns about different things. Then you'd think, okay, well, who is actually doing something? And for me, in my opinion, I'm like, I like their mind a lot. So I'm going to go for the one that's not already getting that much attention for just the way they look, if that makes sense. Yeah. If I cried at anything other than like movies, (laughs) I would be in tears right now. That is so important. Thank you for sharing your heart with that. And I think that my favorite thing about that is that like you still like you, you acknowledge that people are so much more than what they sell themselves as, because I think that we're, we're kind of becoming as a culture, convinced that we we are a brand and so we're kind of trying to sell ourselves we're trying to sell our image online and I think that it's so cool that you're you're acknowledging that like no like there are people out there who have so much more depth and I'm going to hold myself up to up to that part of them so instead of comparing like something that you really can't change and and shouldn't feel like you have to change in appearance instead now you're comparing the inner beauty, which is such a cliche, like that, that's <laughs> yeah. so like, oh, beauty's on the inside. But you're comparing this, this inner thing that you can strive to become because yeah. you really can shape your, yourself and your reaction to things so much more than you can shape and, and honestly always fall short of, of changing how you appear. That's you know? awesome, yeah. I think that's so cool. And I think that that, that kind of then is, is kind of advocating for social media because it's like, look, you can follow people who are sharing themselves and being more honest, even maybe then in real life. Because I know that I've posted things, not that I would never share, but that it's easier to share online, right? Which is crazy because you think like, and I remember I was talking to you about this, but like um, 
like let's say a teacher in specific like they would probably never go in front of a class and say like what they would post on social media like mm-hmm. for me at least and that's crazy because I'm like I'm sharing that with the world but I'm not sharing that with like maybe my people I know most yeah you know I'm and I'm not talking about like bad stuff we're talking yeah. about like like even like inspirational stuff or like here's what I learned today or like you know I've been thinking a lot about this it's just a different platform but you're so right. Like you would think that you would be timid because literally anyone can can look at that yeah. and, and screenshot and send to anyone else. You know, it's crazy how comfortable we've become. <laughs> yeah. um, I know that you've spent some time away from social media, though. Um, what what drove that decision? Um, uh, let's think. Okay, so I um, give up something every single year for Lent, actually. And um, this year I decided, or Pat, this past year, I decided that I was spending a lot of time, and this was when, this is before I was woke about um, beauty, but (laughs) but I found myself actually in the trap of comparing myself to others and just um, really looking towards social media, not in a good way and just constantly having the battle of me not being good enough. So um, I gave up social media and um, all of my social media instead of like texting and calling, which is insane. And everyone's like, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) see you in 40 days (laughs) yeah Yeah, but I gave so yeah I gave up social media and um it was a really good decision I Mm -hmm. definitely would recommend it because you remember what's important and it's weird to think like I think when people thought that I was giving up social media that I would be like okay never again social media is gone yeah but I was like no I think we can use social media just in the advantage of what we have instead of um, looking at everybody else and being like, why am I not good enough in there? And you're like, no, I am good enough in this though. You know? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And it goes back to just literally finding what you are gifted in and just embracing that instead of trying to be something you're not. Right. So good. <laughs> Were there any unexpected benefits or kind of surprising benefits of giving it up besides like just not being on it? Um, I think like... I had a lot more time in my day and it was uh-huh. weird because I was like, do I nap right now? Like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was cool because I, fo- I like focused a lot of my time on God and just my relationship um, mm-hmm. with Jesus. And that was, that was really cool to see um, and just look back and see what he's doing in my life. Yeah. I've, I think that, I think that no matter what your walk of life or beliefs or wherever you are in between on the spectrum of of faith, whatever, I think that there's definitely something to be said about taking a step back. Yeah. Because ultimately, whether it's faith or yourself, like there's there's something to learn. And I've I'm re- I really struggle with this too, like spending so much of my extra time on my phone or like I've gotten really good at multitasking. So I'm, I feel like I'm always on my phone <laughs> yeah. and I have that stupid app where it like tells you how much time you spent. And every day it's like, you spent five hours on your oh, phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's five hours of my life. we never like, getting shoot, back. All right. <laughs> um, and I feel like there's just so much that you can learn. Like I've, I, I, I struggle with, with not taking time for myself or not even like, like looking inside of myself. And I think that a lot of us are finding ways to distract ourselves because we don't want to have those tough conversations with ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) And I think social media is a culprit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always awesome to like look back and just 
see what you can do for yourself and like t- that's so it's so like nonchalant of me to be like oh take care of yourself but yeah. it's so important yeah. and you wouldn't think about that and we focus so much on like what everybody else is doing and like how everybody else is going in their life and I think it's it would it was awesome for me to just like be able to take a few steps back whether it's hanging out with my family that I would mm-hmm. be just on my phone and like not yeah. you know um and I think that's a big thing too is just like we need to realize like we are with people as well. So why are we yeah. trying to have a conversation with like five other people while you're with a conversation with somebody else? So yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. And that's tea and that's shade. <laughs> that is tea and that is shade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that one time I, I've actually done it a couple times uh, in college. I did like phone fasts. And so I actually went without my phone for 24 wow. hours. Like I was like logging out of life for a day. Oh my God. So I like, I tur- literally had my phone off from like whatever to, you know, like midnight to that's midnight awesome. or whatever. And it like, I remember it like hurt. Like that's <laughs> so bad, but it like was physically like tough because my mind was so used to that like stimulation and like constant connection. And I was like worried. I was like, what if, you know, and then you turn yeah. it on and you have like one notification. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think that like, like social media is not, evil in and of itself but just like anything else it's good in moderation yeah right and it's something that can contribute to replenishing the soul or the mind or even inspiration or motivation but it shouldn't be it shouldn't be the only well that we draw from um to to gain those things yeah in our lives that's awesome yeah yeah on the topic of social media what would you say is one of the biggest differences in how uh, your generation, Generation Z, and past generations, maybe not millennials, because we're like, still chill, fam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yike. That was painful. I do that in class all the time. I'm like, what's up, fam? And they literally everyone in the, in the room is just like, oh. <laughs> 90 That's more minutes with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> nice try. Yeah. Motto on my tombstone. <laughs> Good try, but don't. <laughs> uh... So millennials, what I was trying to say is that we're a little more in the know, but like older generations, what would you say are some of the differences in beliefs of social media? Yeah. Wow. Um, so let's see. I think kind of like what I was saying before, social media is um, perceived to be just kind of like an outlook of like what everybody else is doing. And I think like even um, like my parents will be like, um, oh, well, why, why don't you stop worrying about what everybody else is doing this weekend and, like, focus on what we're doing yeah. right now? And I never really, like, understood that. But I think for some people, that is all they're going on social media for. Um, and I think that's, like, what just people believe. Um, it's just the in-between of, of um, figuring out, like, what you're there for. So, like, right. for me, I think I figured wow. that out. I'm, I figured out, like, I'm going to go on social media for these reasons. And I think it took me fasting from social media to figure out why I like social media, which was a big thing for me because um, for a while I, kept, I like, stayed off the apps. And I was like, I don't know why I have it. And yeah. I don't know why I'm investing so much time in this. But I think when I figured out, like, um, I'm using sh- social media to influence the way that I'm doing things. And I follow people that influence me. And I follow whether it be – for the simplest things of kind of like what you said, like somebody reminding you that you're loved and that you're welcome versus um, like Bible verses or literally any situation ever. Um, I was going 
sometimes social media seems so little to change your day, but for me, if somebody's doing something and they're looking um, just for something to do, like if they're doing something in the world, that turns my day around. It's like, well, at least they're like going for something, mm-hmm. whether I'm having the worst day ever or the best, um, that can always brighten a, brighten away, and nobody would think about that. Like nobody ever thinks of social media as doing that, but... I think it's awesome. That, oh my gosh. Yeah. That like <laughs> kind of just rocked my world. <laughs> I think I've done some of that kind of unintentionally, but like really like defining why you're using this app. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have that, then really you're just wasting your time. Like, sorry, that's tea. But like, why are you on this app? Like I've had to, to ask myself that question. Like, is this person contributing to my well-being? But also, like, why are you using the app? Or, like, how are you using it? Because we're not, like, I don't want, I don't just want to consume. Like, I want to participate, and, like, I want to get the likes, and yeah. I want to do all these things. Yes. But really, what's what's driving it? Is it because I want to get the likes? Or because I know that people, sometimes students, sometimes strangers, sometimes family, like, I want them to either be encouraged or to see that they're not alone or to, to see someone who they know and, and hopefully respect is yes. struggling. Yes. Like what am I doing to contribute to that atmosphere that they are, that they're consuming? Yeah. You know, that's awesome. Um, I remember I, um, did a thing called dress summer, uh, last December. And basically I guess I'll explain it a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was kind of like I wore a dress every single day in December when it was really cold Mm -hmm. to um, basically um, raise money or not even raise money, but just raise information and like let people know about um, just like the sex slaves and just like um, sex trafficking and certain things like that that nobody would think about. But it's actually super important. Um, And I remember last year I got I posted on social media that I was doing it and people in my grade, which, like, I never talked to or just, like, Uh in general, like, people in school would be, like, that's really cool that you're doing this or, like, on my social media, they would be, like, this is really cool, like, at such a young age, you're, like, discovering who you are and, like, what you're passionate about, which I'm, like, what? Like, this is crazy, but um, it was awesome to have that appreciation when you're just being yourself, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. Yeah, and Dress Simber is an awesome organization. You can find out more at dresssimber.com, and I'll, (laughs) I'll link that in the bio. Uh, and that men can do it too. I think yeah. it's wearing a tie or a bow tie every day. Uh, and and what you said about people reaching out, I I have um, I'm just amazed by that because after Jennifer's episode, episode one of Big Mood uh, played, she started getting messages from people in school who she didn't really talk to, not because yeah. they didn't like each other, but it's just, you know, it's school. You talk to yeah. different people. And the fact that, like, that just shows me that, like, young people specifically are listening. And they're yeah. listening whether they're hearing positive or negative things. Yeah. And if, they're, if, if positive things are entering into their, into their space and into their culture, they're at least listening to it. That might not mean it's going to be a radical change, but it's in their minds, yeah. right? Like, yeah. why wouldn't we try and spread that? Yeah. And you'd think you're like, why are you like, you have never like talked to me or like whatever, but it's cool because you're like, you're still looking at me as something Mm -hmm. when you wouldn't think that originally, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Social media, everybody. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm like, by the way, my tag is. (laughs) No, that'll come at the end. (laughs) Before we stop today, I have a few lightning around questions. I literally just have four. Are you ready? Oh my gosh, four? Yeah. That's insane. (laughs) That's a lot. I'm nervous. Okay. Okay, the first song, what's your favorite song right now to jam out to? Oh no. Um... 
like, this is, this is not, yeah. Well, me and Satch uh, jam out to two time by 1975. We'll link it in the bio. Um. Yes. <laughs> Stream on Spotify right after oh, this episode. <laughs> Add it to the queue. Uh, if you could choose what animal would you be right now? This is like a lightning round, but I'm like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> I'll um, take my time. You want some tea? Yeah. <laughs> like real tea. Like, no, like um, actual, yeah, yeah. yeah, like actual tea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sorry. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I feel like I would be an alpaca just because it's been my favorite animal since like middle school. That's so cute. I was going to say yeah. snake. <laughs> that is tea. Are you explaining that? <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know if I should explain that because <laughs> yeah, then I might like get in trouble. I'm like moving on, moving on, yeah. moving on. <laughs> uh, what's your dream job right now? Um, wow. Um, I don't know. I think it's just making videos, um, short films or just any type of video, and get that out in the world. Um, that's talking about things that nobody likes to talk about. So, um, whether it be struggles or something that's, um public just in the manner of nobody wanting to really bring it up or like no or like say that they're struggling with it um is gonna be huge and i'm excited to try to do that <laughs> yeah and you're gonna do it and you're already doing it a little bit like with your like one minute clips right I'm trying. yeah I'm trying. so my last question then is just what advice would you give either to freshmen or to just people who feel like they don't have a place in their current environment um i would say that you're nowhere less than where you want to be um, you're literally, you are literally no one less than who you would want to be or the, the person that you think is the biggest influencer or like literally anything I would say to freshmen in particular, I was there, the, the seniors, they don't want to admit it, but they were a freshman once and yeah. they know exactly how it is. So for us, um, to say that you're not like, to say that you're not like worth the voice and to say that you're not someone is so hypocritical of us because we mm-hmm. were, we were there and, um. You, yeah, you are someone, and I'm excited to see what the heck you do with your life because I think everyone has potential to be whatever they want, which is awesome. But Yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> I love that, and I feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, that's the end of today's episode, episode three of Big Mood. Chelsea, where can they find you on social media? Oh, my gosh. Okay, my Instagram is underscore Chelsea T. So. That's T. <laughs> that's T. <tea. laughs> um, that's literally all I'm... That's, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at PaulXOX or on Twitter at Paul Satchwell, where I'll be sharing a lot of things that inspire me. And Chelsea, I think you will you too. Go. Yeah, so thanks for tuning in, guys. Hey, if you've liked this episode or any of the other episodes, or I guess if you haven't liked them, um, <laughs> leave a review on iTunes. Leave us some, throw some stars out there and, and write, write about what you like, what you think uh, would be cool that we could do. And I'll take it into consideration. Oh. And that, my friends, is a big mood. That was good. That was really I should have done big mood with you. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we see your <laughs> Jen and I tried it and it yeah, like didn't. <laughs> That's tea. (laughs) Oh my god. Hey, it's me. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm going to read you a few responses that I got on social media about your opinions on social media. And honestly, a lot of them are the same. One of my favorites that I got was that social media is kind of a double-edged sword that shows a reflection of who you want people to see you as. So true. 
One of the good things is that there's new connections and self-expression, but some of the bads are that people never show their bad or their insecurities. It really does help us stay connected, um, someone told me, but there's also a lack of responsible censorship. So who censors what? Um, Very simple, good. You have friends. It's a way to connect, but bad cyberbullying. One that I really relate to, one of the bads is worrying about how many likes you get. That's so true. I know that for me, and this is honestly embarrassing to admit, I've deleted photos before if they don't get a certain number of likes. I just do. Just a couple more. Uh, It's great to stay in touch and keep up with international friends, which yes, retweet. That is so good. And also someone said, uh, my friends send me quality memes, which I so relate to. And I like to think that I'm that friend for other people. Uh, It's easier to make friends and sis always knows what's going on. So true. But I think that that's a positive and a negative because if you always know what's going on, then you might feel like you're missing out on what's going on. That's me kind of all the time. So I asked for your responses and I'd still love to hear them after this episode. So shoot me a message at PaulXOX on Instagram or connect on Facebook or leave me a review on iTunes and let me know what your honest opinions are for better or for worse about social media. See you next time.